Hi, welcome back to Bit Different. Hi there. This is Satine. And this is Rob. How's everything going? Good. Good. How are you? I love how I always do like that ghost intro. No, it's like it's always a little different. <laughs> I'm 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 excited about how it's just a little different every little It's different. a bit different every okay. week. Okay. Now we're on point. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> How are you? What's going on? Um, well, I have some follow-ups for last week. Yes. Like since last week I went on like a shopping bonanza attempt at least for all the amiibos and shit. Yeah, yeah. And remember like uh, how I was bidding on some stuff on eBay? Mm-hmm. I ended up winning both of them. Sweet. I'm now, Where are they? I want to see them. Well, oh, they're in my other backpack. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm now the proud owner of both Drakengard and Drakengard 2. Oh, nice. <laughs> Drakengard 2 is still sealed. Okay. So now I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to open that. Which is stupid. I bought it. I need to... Well, I'll play Dragon Guard 1, and if I hate it, then I won't open 2. <laughs> but if I liked it, then I'll probably open 2 so I can play it. Well, typically... Well, you never know. Sometimes 2 sucks, and 1 is great, and 1 I, is great, and 2 sucks. It's, it's a still-sealed <laughs> yeah. PS2 game, so I feel like it's kind of special at this point. But like to find a copy that wasn't uh, either an import, which wouldn't play, of course, on my PS2, uh, or completely beat to hell... The only option was one that was sealed. Mm. So I was like, all right. So ended up with both of those. And then also just another little impulse purchase uh, that happened. What'd you um, get? I bought it's okay. So um, for anyone out there who doesn't know me, uh, I buy a lot of vinyl records. Yes, you do. And um, video game soundtracks are one of the things that I tend to buy a lot of. Um, I've been buying a bunch of stuff from IM8 Bit, Mondo, Black Screen Records, like anywhere that does. Um, video game soundtracks i tend to buy them and um there's a do you have a favorite oh god that you could listen to over and over um the one that i probably listen to the most is the soundtrack to transistor from super giant games oh wow okay. it's so good um yeah and i was waiting for that soundtrack to come out for a long time uh and um but like yeah just today a seven inch of one of my favorite 8-bit soundtracks arrived and i was so excited to get it it's an unofficial release and um metroid oh i wish that would actually i think that'd be more than a a seven inch uh it's the soundtrack to dr mario oh oh yeah it's amazing um unfortunately though it does have uh what i feel is to be one of the most sort of um tone deaf packaging designs ever like it um it's not offensive it's just it looks kind of cheap and it's kind of dumb uh because, like, seriously, Dr. Mario is so good. and um, But, yeah, the uh, the artwork is imitating the cover art for Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Oh, God, that's awful. And it's like, I'm fine. Like, The Chronic is fine as its own thing. But Dr. Mario yeah. and Dr. Dre don't really have a whole lot in common, mm. except that their first name and is Doctor. And it's not even that punny. Yeah, right? It's, yeah. It'd be one thing if it was just like, oh, that's that's super witty, and I get it. But, like, it just doesn't seem to me that, like... Uh, like that's wholly necessary. I will post a picture of the um, of the the sleeve on our Instagram because um, I'm trying to uh, take a picture of a video game soundtrack that I'm playing every day at work now on my turntable. Today I posted a picture of me playing the soundtrack to Contra Three: The Alien Wars. Oh, sweet! Yeah. Oh, wow. So there that is. Oh, that looks really. Is that that's Mondo? That's a Mondo release. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, Mondo. They has, always have great stuff. Well, and Mondo has a deal with Capcom or not Capcom, excuse me, uh, Konami, where so far they've released. Um, they've released the first three Castlevania games uh, soundtracks. They've done Contra Three, and um, later this spring they're doing Silent Hill, which I'm, oh no, that's too scary I'm for me. Very excited. No, about I, I couldn't even listen to it because it's too creepy. It's so good though. Oh my god, that's pretty funny though. Yeah, so Dr. Mario. Yeah, I just showed her the Dr. Like Dr. Mario Dr. Dre. thing. Yep. Yeah. Anywho. Dollar Bill. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's some stuff. Um I'm trying to think what else? Non-gaming. Oh, kind of gaming, but not quite. What's that? Uh I saw a movie this weekend. You saw Power Rangers. No. Um, you I, saw I missed Power Rangers by a couple of years, I feel like. Oh. I'm gonna go see it. I haven't seen it yet, but I plan hopefully maybe seeing it tomorrow. That's night. I watched Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was invited but couldn't make it. Consider it a small blessing that you weren't there. It was pretty Is bad. Is it that bad though? I it got a D rating, like in like 
Entertainment Weekly, which so I know it's bad, but I mean, it's does it just not connect the story or is it like so it's not good? offensively bad. It's just not good. They're like, making a sequel. Are I they? Think. I have. A, I think so, because it did really well overseas, apparently. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like there's some things. I mean, a lot of it, it just doesn't do right. Um, And it was it, it was funny hearing some friends say this. Like, there's a lot of talking, which I'm fine with movies that are all talking. But um, this movie, it's just it. uh it felt kind of gamey and that like, okay, people are just standing still talking to each other. Like, and that's it. There's nothing really going on. Um, it's choice of changing the animus from like a VR recliner uh-huh. to like a giant moving arm. Uh, was, I, I remember that from the trailer. And to be honest, that was actually the one change where I was like, you know what? I don't hate this. It actually kind of pays off by the time it's done. Okay. Like what they do with it. All but right. um, the movie itself was two hours of just sort of meh Hmm. um which is a bummer i really wanted to love it because i love those games um and at this point i don't know if i have seen a video game movie i've liked i was trying to think of a way they could actually make assassin's creed interesting in a film but every time i thought about it it just kind of fell flat like you said it just didn't i couldn't connect it i mean it's fun when you're playing it but just watching the story happened, maybe not so interesting. Well, if anything, it just sort of seems like they need to do a period assassin movie. Um, just Ooh. like drop the, you, it's okay to drop the modern day Abstergo plotline. Yeah. I like I like that storyline in the games. And you know what? The first movie has established it. It doesn't have to push it any further as of now. I think you could honestly just find one really great ancestor and... Just tell their story and then find a way to fold it into the narrative later, at a, like in another movie. Being just, and I think that could be interesting at least. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. just, even Assassin's Creed, the games have kind of done that a little bit recently. Like what Syndicate had the FMV non interactive modern day stuff. Super, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a, barely it's there. Barely there, yeah. What, even and, the ending, it's like, what? And Unity had none. Unity had no modern day story. Really? Occasionally you'd hear Rebecca and Sean talk into the like you'd hear like a voice of god kind of thing okay, yeah. during a uh a, a glitch in the system but there is no you never play as somebody in the modern day there's no uh first person or movie sequences or anything of a modern day character hmm. and to be honest it was nice to have a sort of purity of vision of like here is just this this is this game in revolutionary france and that's it it worked. It. W- I mean, I love the modern narrative. I like what they're doing with it in the games. Yeah, but um, it just didn't work in the film. It would have made it just a better movie. Just to have like, just show me a period assassin movie. It would have been better. Ugh. Well. So. Well, I have better news than that. Yo, gimme, gimme, gimme. So even though I've already like posted it all over social media, I don't care. I want to talk about it again because last week. I went to Rockwell Table and Stage in Los Feliz and got to see my idol, who I have loved my entire life, Tim Curry, perform. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was so good. He um, did old Broadway standards with um, some other people. I think I think it was Patricia Quinn with him who played... Um, See, I was so enamored with him that I wasn't even paying attention to who all the other people were, but she was Magenta in the original Rocky Horror, oh. and they kept talking about how they hadn't worked together in like 30 years. This is like their first time on stage together in 30 years. Yeah. And I was like, and they did mention Rocky Horror, and I was like, oh my gosh, I guess that is her. So um, anyhow, but it was really good. The sad thing is, I mean, his health is in a decline he had a stroke and he's in a wheelchair and even though he sounded great and he was on point it just kind of broke my heart a little bit because i just hold him in such high regard that it just kind of made me think of that's life that's it well take it while you can because one day you might not have like the health you've had for how many years you've already had it. Well, so. I mean, I remember telling everybody, you know, because everyone kept saying, oh, 2016 is killing everybody. And it's like, well, celebrities that we looked up to are all getting older. They're not getting any younger. Yeah. And as we get older, more and more people that we grew up idolizing and caring about are going to go. And yeah. it sucks. I mean, like David Bowie was a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anyone saw that coming. Uh, Prince. Same and thing. Prince, yeah. But like still, 
I do feel like each year is only going to be progressively There is a lot of yeah, a lot of really sad deaths last but year. I do feel like every year though is going to be maybe not like full of as many surprises, but it's just going to be full of a lot of more natural causes yeah. kind of uh, deaths of people that we grew up idolizing, and it is sad to see because yeah, Tim Curry to me it, it's he'll always be. Um, the voice of Gabriel Knight from the first Gabriel oh, Knight God. game. Oh, God, yes. He was also in um, the Frankenstein game. Um, it was like a point and click, kind of like Mist was. Oh, yeah. It was. He was Dr. Frankenstein, and you played the monster. That's cool. I never played that one. Yeah. Um, I can't well, I remember like the title of it. He and Christopher Lloyd were in a lot of, of, uh, of PC games Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, they just have those voices that are original and unique, and they're well, and, really good at what they do. And Tim Curry did a hell of a, a Cajun accent or Creole, uh, you know. But he did like a new Louisiana, yeah, 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 drawl for uh, Gabriel Knight, and he did that for what Gabriel Knight one and three, because oh, wow. two was the live action one, and they didn't use him for that. But as soon as it went back to voice acting, it was him again. Wow. Yeah. Um, He's, I mean, if you don't know who Tim Curry is and you're listening to this, you should totally look him up on IMDb. Like, he has... Rent Annie. Rent Annie. The original. Rent Legend. Stephen King's It. Rocky Horror Picture oh, Show. God, It. Uh-huh. Oh. Clue. Home Alone oh, 2. Clue. He's in everything that was ever good in the 90s and maybe oh. early 2000s. I don't know. Yeah. He started to phase off in the 2000s, but he did, um, he was King Arthur in Spamalot, so that was like... I didn't know he that. He was so good. So, um, yeah. But anyhow, so I, my little story is that I, in eighth grade, because I was obsessed with Muppet Treasure Island, and he, he plays Long John Silver in Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> and so I was obsessed with him, and I was young, and I didn't have any money, and I was at Target with my family. And my brother and I, we always went to like the area with the music the video games, and the coloring books. And I was looking through the coloring books, and they had a Muppet Treasure Island one, and I opened it, and it had those perforated cards that you could just, like, rip out and, like, collect. Mm -hmm. And, of course, being the bad little girl that I was, (laughs) I took that card, because I didn't want the whole damn book. I just wanted that (laughs) one card, and, um, oh, I felt so bad, though. But I still have it. And I laminated it with scotch tape, and I have kept it in my wallet to this day since eighth grade. So that's twenty, like twenty-two years or something. I need to see this later. Yeah, I'll post. I have. Yeah, I'll show you the card in person. But I have it, um, a picture of it that I'll post on Instagram because it's just so cute. (laughs) But yeah, that's my story, and I got to meet him. And it was kind of one of those moments where you're like, I might never get to see this person perform ever again yeah. and in person because he doesn't really go out that much anymore and he never did before. Yeah. So it was just one of those life changing moments where I had like, oh, this is when I meet like the idol I've always had as a child. So yeah, yeah that that was really fun. That's super cool. Yeah. So, um, nice. But. And then, well, another thing that wasn't so great was you lent me Street Fighter V last week. (laughs) And I was really obsessed because I wanted to play Street Fighter V because um, I started following this girl named, uh, her name's Ricky Ortiz, and she's a professional um, Street Fighter gamer, and she happens to be trans also. And um, I followed her on Twitch and Instagram, and she followed me back. So we are now following each other, and I kind of got obsessed with, oh, I want to play Street Fighter now. Poison's in it. They have a trans character. It's inclusive. Oh, this is going to be great. I get the damn game, and they cut Poison out of Street Fighter Five. They left her out. So the last one she was in was 4? She was in 4, and the reason that they didn't bring her back was, well, their claim first was that she was too generic of a character to bring back. Mm. And I'm thinking, nobody else looks like her. Nobody else has her story. She's been around since the 8-bit days. She isn't generic. If anybody's generic, it's who you based other characters from like that era. Yeah. So, and then I went on to read in another article that, oh no, or I, I forget that he's the director or... 
his name, O-N-O, however you pronounce that. Oh, no. Oh, no. He decided that they didn't want to confuse the players with her gender because it was such a confusion in Street Fighter 4. Really? Really. Okay. That's uh, stupid as yeah. shit I've ever heard. No. This whole, I'm um, actually, this whole podcast is going to be like lots of transiness going on <laughs> because there's a lot of things happening, especially. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah, a lot, yeah, of, a lot of stuff out there. In the... Mass Effect 2 is getting a, a lot, or 2. Also. Where am I going? 2 also. 2 yeah. also. Yeah, Mass yeah. Effect as well. As well. <laughs> <laughs> Mass Effect and drama is getting some, a little bit of, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Poking the ribs. But yeah, that's that is a bummer about um, Street Fighter Five. Did you buy Hot Ryu though, or Warrior Ryu as it is, or something like that? I didn't. Yeah, throw down the couple bucks. Get Harry the reason Ryu. I didn't is because if you don't play as him, I guess it doesn't matter. I don't play as him, and I think the Ryu is already hot. He has weird like cupcake frosting hair though. No, but you can play the old version too. Oh, that's much better because yeah, yeah, his weird little has, like, spiky little bang. shit—it looks like a piping bag. Yeah, was used to make his Total. hair. Oh, yeah, he has weird. Yeah, it's like little um cones. Yeah, but you could play his original costume. That's good to know, and it's really super cute. <laughs> yeah, I was um, I I've been sticking to Chung Li and um Cammy, you know the OGs. And there's yeah. this new girl named Laura who's Brazilian, and she's pretty dope too. So she has, Is she like, the a one in the the onesie. Or like the one piece leotard thing? Isn't that Cammy? No, it's like blue, like a wrestling outfit. Or am I thinking of another oh, character? Oh no, no, no! You're thinking of the wrestler. Um, she's like Zangief's fan. Oh, okay. and so it's a completely different character. Yeah, but um, yeah, but I'm having fun playing it, even though I I suck. I what's, fucking suck. What's I I uh, I never really fully even got started in Street Fighter Five. Um, I I sat at the Capcom Cup. For the finals, okay, watching Ricky uh, get like knocked out pretty early, and then kind of fighting her way back and finishing in second. That's so and good. it was so cool. And uh, a friend of mine, at least, like he gave me the the backstory on all of the the various um, people competing. Contenders, yeah, yeah. And it was really, it was really actually interesting. I, I've never gotten that excited about esports before and um, yeah that's yeah, so cool though i was rooting for One her so own. hard it was super oh, cool to it. see that's so awesome yeah and she actually was just invited to there's a new tournament coming up and the freaking grand prize or first prize is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars jesus what the fuck that is so <laughs> much money so i hope she wins yeah me too yeah nice. um yeah so I I would ask what else you're playing, but I think we all probably know. I've been living, breathing, eat, and sleeping Mass Effect Andromeda when I can play games. That's what I've been doing, honestly. There ain't nothing else out there right now that I have that, other than Street Fighter Five, and I can only get my ass kicked so many times. So. <laughs> <laughs> and and what are your what are your impressions so far on Mass Effect? Mass Effect. <laughs> A New Hope. That was the title of this article I wrote. <laughs> um, it's It's got potential. There are a lot of updates, I think, that need to happen in like a major update. Yeah. Um, and I think the beginning of the game is kind of slow. It's a little bit juvenile. It's very like pandering. And um, it just doesn't give me what I wanted from like, a game that's set 600 years in the future. Like, why does... I don't know. Why does it just feel like it's not as advanced as Mass Effect 3? So I've been nodding this whole time. I imagine you couldn't hear that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I totally I, I totally agree with you. Um, I... Because, I, um, yeah, as we talked about before, like the animations being a little troublesome doesn't really bother me that much no Just but kidding. did you see me post that picture on twitter today uh i don't think so i was i walk in in this one part of the game i walk in and talk to one of my crewmates and he's talking to some alien species that you interact with 
and they're like switching uniforms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And somehow the way that the character kept moving with the other character, it looked like his body was morphing <laughs> into a third, second, oh, a no. third body. It was really bad. I was like, how many people are in this room? But it was only two. It didn't make any sense. Well, it's like I haven't had any weird, crazy like animation problems, but um, the thing I'm having a hard time with though are the the tech issues. What's um, that? Like just uh, at this point, I'm having texture pop in all the time. Mm. Um, my characters froze mid run for about two seconds while it loaded. I think. Yeah, mine does that. Um, like just uh, in general, like the game, it doesn't look. It doesn't look as nice as Mass Effect Two or Three did, and we're on another uh, console generation at this yeah, point. Yeah, this um, PS4, not Three. Yeah, and I'm just kind of surprised is all. Um, I do feel like a lot of this could be patched. I feel like the game was probably rushed out. Um, I, Five years though. I know. Well, and and, and I'm well, I'm not just to I'm not bashing this game because it does it is a fun game, but. It's got some work that yeah. needs to be done it still. Has, that's, has, that's where we're going with this. Yeah, it has a rough start. It actually reminds me a lot of Mass Effect 1, Ooh. which um, is not necessarily good. Mass Effect 1 was not the best. Um, 2 was fantastic because it learned was, a lot. I think 2 was the best. Yeah, 2, two learned a lot from what 1 did wrong. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Andromeda has forgotten what 2 and 3 did right. Oh. Um, and it's not bad. I mean, like, but it, it, I was talking to some 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 friends about it today, and I feel like if this were my first Mass Effect game, I would not finish it mm-hmm. because it is my fourth. I'm really excited about finishing it. I'm also 17 hours in at this point, and I'm I found the fun at about maybe five hours in. Yeah, I, I found the fun once you get to like the end of the first world. You have to kind of work on. I think that's when you start to get to know your crew. Exactly. You start to understand like the handling of your character and And, how to maneuver. And and everything sort of opens up a little bit. Like once I finally unlocked all my biotics that I wanted, Mm. the game got better for me. Yeah. Because the first action sequence, I had none of the abilities I wanted. And I was just like, well, this kind of sucks. Yeah. Um. I could I couldn't figure out how to switch my weapon. I couldn't. I my I, it was just bad for me. Well, the menus are are definitely different than the game has handled in the past. Um, with your, with regard to your, like your loadout, yeah, and stuff. totally. Um, and yeah, and and right now I don't have the attachment to my crew that I did in Mass Effect two or three. Mm-hmm. Um, but also though, Mass Effect two and three had an entire game. To get me ready, like yep. to appreciate everyone in two so much, and by the time the trilogy was completed, these characters were—I mean, some of them I knew so well. Like I didn't really, you know, I didn't romance Garrus, but I knew all about him, and I still enjoyed him. Mm-hmm. And so we had we had three games to get to get to know a crew, yeah. And so it's hard to judge this by the same, you know, uh, standards. Yeah. And so I have to keep remembering to kind of pull back and just sort of accept it. But I'm going to use the analogy of from um, Star Trek The Next Generation. Loved. Everybody loved that. If you're a fan. I've never actually watched it. Oh, my God. I know. I know. you never seen Star Trek The Next Generation? No, that's the Patrick Stewart one, right? Oh, my God. Was it? Yes. Okay. Then, no, I never did. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, well, you have a lot of seasons. Is that the through. one that that Will Wheaton was on? Yeah, Will Wheaton. Um, uh, what's his name? Who plays Q? Who's so amazing? God, his name escapes me right now. Um, yeah, As I've watched. Will Riker is in it. Uh, oh, is that the one that Whoopi Goldberg Beverly was Crusher, in? Beverly Crusher. Yes, she plays Guinan. Um, I've seen. I think I've seen maybe like forty-five minutes of that I show with Saborg. with Todd. Like just on TV wow. and passing, but I've never actually watched that it's show. So good. Well, anyhow, so you're something to look Homework, forward to for it. you. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. You'll love it. But um, oh, and um, the character from the very first episode is in Pet Cemetery because we were talking about Pet Cemetery last oh. week. The woman, um, I forget her name in Pet Cemetery. The blonde girl, uh, short blonde hair. The, the mom. The mom. Oh, okay. She um, yeah, she's in the the first episode of first few episodes and it's around the same time that that shot so they she has the exact same look it's funny i did not know that yeah so anyhow but um 
So my analogy is Star Trek The Next Generation, you love it. You think, oh, I'll never fall in love with another Star Trek. Voyager comes out, and you love (laughs) Captain Janeway in the first episode because (laughs) she's just so compelling, and it's such a great, like, first episode. Andromeda did not have a very good first episode is Wait, where I'm going. Are we comparing Andromeda to Deep Space Nine or something? Oh, <laughs> to go into God. like, was that, was that the Star Trek that no one liked? No, it was, um, people like Deep Space Nine. Okay. Um, yeah, there was another one with, he was a male captain, a white male captain. I can't I just, remember I just don't what know it was Star called. Trek. But yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I do feel that like Mass Effect is, um, yeah, on the upside, it has me. It it wrote me in as a fan several oh, yeah. games ago. I oh, I'm will... gonna play it through. Oh yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to to more of it. Um, totally. But yeah, it is it is um, not everything I'd hoped yeah. it would be out the gate. Right. Um, Can we talk about some of the controversies? In well, it? before we get there, though, sure, oh. you are playing as as uh, Femshat. Fem- or, no, <gasps> Femriker. Femride. <laughs> Femride. Yes. Oh yeah, Ryder, not Riker. <laughs> yeah. Ryder. So, and yeah, I'm playing as uh, male. Rider. Yeah. He's hot. It's weird. He has really spotty facial hair. Real? Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. He can't grow a full beard. No. Hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I did you go with the generic? I did. Um, although I kind of wish I hadn't. I made my point. own. Well, but you know what? I looked through the faces of your guys mm-hmm. and you're better off to, he was the hottest of all of them. Like well, the other ones look so generic. Well, and like, it's weird in the, in the previous Mass Effect games, you know, they, they actually like, I don't know if they licensed, but like they built, uh, the default male shepherd off of a real man, off of a model. Yeah. They did this too for this one. And so like, it felt like, yeah, like this is a person who looks like a person. Yeah. And then if you changed one thing, in Mass petty. Effect 1, he became this weird monster. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he looked fine from one angle, but you saw him from another angle and you're just like, oh God. Oh, that's what, what is- happened to me in this one. And so, like, I, I sort of realized that and I was like, you know what? I'd rather he actually look like a person with everything in its right place, even if he's not really my bag, instead of me trying to create something that looks like I've sinned against nature. Oh, God. <laughs> and so I kind of had the same logic with this one where I was like, all right, we'll just go with the default. He might be kind of bland. Like I wish I he, I wish he had different eye color, because um, I don't like those sort of icy blue eyes uh, mm. on him. I wish he had darker eyes. But yeah. um, I wish you could you know. ch- customize him. Yeah, I wish you could change little facets of him. That's that's what I was hoping for with um, Sarah. And instead, you have to throw the whole damn thing away. You throw her out, and I started. And her Sarah's customization is not good either. It's it's really? also like very putty people, <laughs> and. Um, Mine looks okay. I definitely had to throw her out. I I played the first like sequence in the game, and I was just like, oh, I couldn't get past her porn star gloss on her lips, and she just looked like she was a Botox hoe <laughs> and like a Beverly Hills housewife, and I just could not play. I was like, I cannot command this galaxy looking like a bimbo, <laughs> so I had to start over, and. I had to start the whole character creation from scratch again, but I went through it because I just couldn't do it. But I didn't want the default character either because I love the being able to customize my own character. Yeah. So anyhow, she turned out okay, and I'm I've gotten used to her. So we're coo- we, we we coo, coo now we coo. We coo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Um. So yeah, there's some other games I want to talk about this of other stuff I'm playing as well, but we can get to that later because they're all little. They're all little bits and pieces. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's, do you want to talk about some controversy? Yes, bring on the contra. Well, um, one thing I read, uh, Polygon um, had a, an article written by a, uh, a trans writer saying that um, Zelda, Mass Effect Andromeda, and Horizon all struggle introducing their trans characters. Yeah. Which... Um, I don't know if I actually felt that the character in Zelda that they are talking about is trans. Are they talking about Link? No. Oh, the, the one with the uh huh. The, the, the character that gives you the excuse me the gear to get into yeah. the all female village. I actually felt that he, that was a um, a Boy. male character who 
was who figured out how to sort of beat the system yeah and that in that he's training you to do the same just living that existence yeah Yeah. and i i didn't really feel it was a a trans role so much as it just was an npc who figured something out totally um so that one i was like eh, well you know okay yeah Uh, but in horizon i actually haven't encountered that character so i can't really speak of of him um but um mass effect andromeda and like uh you know i i of course i can't speak to 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 this um this is not my experience Mm -hmm. but like i have actually encountered this character have you encountered uh her uh yes and so are are you talking about um uh hanley yeah yeah yeah. and so um the the situation of why Hanley was called out is when you ask her what brought her to Andromeda, mm-hmm. she says, oh, back home, everyone knew me as Steven, and I was really unhappy about it. Yeah, she she says, back home, I was filling test tubes in some dead-end lab. People knew me as Steven, but that was never who I was. That's her quote. And so um, a lot of people are saying that to ask like why someone is here and for them to just instantly... Um, the article used the phrase uh, dead to name. dead name. Um, I hate that phrase, but that's the phrase. Well, that's and, used. and I was actually, and like, I kind of was, was curious. Um, cause yeah, it's definitely like to, to dead name yourself that quickly also is kind of a weird yeah. thing. Um, and I know, you know, a couple of people, um, feel different ways about both yeah, the term dead name yeah. and also just kind of with their relationship to it. And so I kind of want to get your thoughts on, on like, First off, this character and just and like I, I was, you know, if you're okay talking about it, I was, I was so, curious about your sensitivity to with to Hanley, it. um yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing because if the game didn't tell you she's trans, like if she, if there wasn't a reason to know she was trans, you would never know because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character is a woman. And she's even voiced by a, a cis female actress. Yes. So even if she was trans, you as a gamer would have never known. So that that would have never come across. So what would have been the point? Yeah. But I was trying, I mean, I don't, yeah, to use her quote unquote dead name. Or pre-transition name. Yeah. As or as a softer way. Of, uh, the name she's given at birth. Yeah. yeah. Um, to use it in like the first, like in your introduction to somebody is kind of, Nobody does that. Like, yeah. nobody would do that who's trans. Obviously, I'm thinking that the writers did not have a trans correspondent to look over this. Um, Bioware did have a trans or um, gender non-conforming correspondent for Dragon Age Inquisition with well, Krem. And it sounds like Krem was a really, really uh, dynamic character who actually yeah. had some, some depth. Hanley, like Krem, though, is also a non-playable character, which sucks. Just, mm. yeah. Um, Hanley does give um, a quest giver, right? Is that the term? She's uh, a yes. quest giver. Yeah. So, um, Much like the, the trans character in Syndicate, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Right. Where's my main trans characters? You took away my poison. <laughs> what do I have now? So, um, so the problem is that, okay, you wouldn't do that if you're trans. And then I was thinking, well, how could you bring it in? And some some different stories that I came up with, because I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, maybe um, the, somebody found, like, her her medication, thought she was smuggling drugs or something. Oh, yeah. And they had to look into it. They brought it to, like, what is this? Oh, this is, like, hormone therapy. Whose is it? Da, da, da. And they traced it back to Hanley. That could have been a way to maybe... maybe come Mm -hmm. into that yeah or another way that would have been totally legit because it happens all the time as horrible as it is is she could have been outed at the vortex the club like somebody could have been hitting on her and the friends go hey did you know that she's trans yeah and that could have been a perfectly legit way it would have happened not that it would have been unpleasant. It would have been unpleasant, but that's what happens in life. Yeah. Well, it would have been, but yeah, no trans person gives their quote unquote dead name when they're introducing themselves. Because yeah, like what Watchdogs Two, the the trans character mm-hmm. in that, um, uh, she's a, a quest giver, mm-hmm. and um, part of it is uh, that there is potentially some like uh, dirt on her, or I think it's something from her past that um, is uh, a problem, and so. Um, 
like, and it's sort of never really explicitly said, but like, you know, this character has sort of had almost like another, like a whole different sort of, you know, faction of their life or a different section of their life that they are now, you know, free of. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting because, you know, just, um, it, it did feel very like, well, it's exposition. It has to go somewhere. Here you go. Yeah. Like, but the, yeah. I mean, you see that kind of rushed narrative for all of the queer characters in Andromeda. Like the gay characters, there isn't very many options for a gay man on, on as far as I know. I think there's only two mateable characters in the game. Well, I know there's a character that I have not met yet. Okay. Um, but then, yeah, there's, there's one that's... When you, know, you have like... 12 options for like a male or like a like a straight relationship if you're playing Scott Ryder and you have like six options if you're playing Sarah Ryder in a like a straight relationship. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, and even then, like what there was no gay male relationship available in Mass Effect until Mass Effect 3. Yeah, that's true. Um, in Mass Effect 1 and 2, you could have... Um, Flirtations. Well, and as a, as a woman, you could have a gay relationship technically with Asari since mm-hmm. Asari they, officially Asari is a single gender species I believe I well yeah or even them, gender non-conforming like they don't yeah. have a gender per se but most of them represent female. yeah exactly um but yeah like they uh and so because of that though you could kind of have like a lesbian uh thing with Asari in the first one I don't think you have a relationship you have encounters yeah sort of thing and then the second game, I, I think, actually opened up relationships, and it took until the third game to get a, to, uh, we got a new gay male character, and then they outed another character, and, or made him an option. Yeah. And, of course, my, that character was already dead in my game, because he died in the first one. Oh, bummer. Yeah. I don't remember which character it was. Kaiden. Kaiden could be, he was technically bisexual, I guess, because uh, he was right. a romance option for either Shepard. He was, he could be on your your team, right? Yeah, it's either him or Ashley. And uh, yeah. so they were on the team in the first game. Gotcha. And um, and yeah, and uh, unfortunately, uh, he died in my first game and I was stuck with Ashley and she kind of sucked. Mm, I'm sorry. I okay. Well, like I told you before, Gosh. I lost my girl, um, T... Tiara, Tiana, <laughs> what was Ta- it? Tali? Tali. She was my girl. I lost Tali in two. That's heartbreaking. I sent her through a furnace and it burned <laughs> her. Tali and Jack, they were my girls. Love oh, them. Oh, God. I miss Jack. <sighs> I wish they would have put Jack in cryo. I would love a, a crazy out of control biotic. Because, I mean, yeah, like Jack was dangerous. Yeah. Like she was a danger to herself and others. And there's a reason why she was a little out of control. Yeah. And I would love uh, a character like that. I think they played it a little safe with these characters. Yeah. But, you know, it'll get there, I guess. I imagine they're saying it. But on the happier note, um, Gene Garrison. Garson. Gene Garson, yeah. Gene Garson. She's voiced by Jamie Clayton. Yes. Actually, I was just looking up that character's name. Yeah. Because it is cool they actually have... And uh, Jamie's, yeah, she's trans. She was in Sense8 and um, she's done other stuff. And yeah, so that's amazing that they have a trans actress voicing one of the characters who's, you know, and Jean Garrison is the Andromeda, Andromeda Initiative founder. Yeah. So basically, this is all happening because of this character who happens to be tra- voiced by a trans actress. Yeah. So that's something. It is. Actually, I think that's, I think that's actually, um, it's it's a bummer to not have better trans representation, but it is to it's great I think to give trans actors work that isn't that isn't a trans that character. isn't relegated yeah. to that's amazing yeah to their specific life experience yeah that's, that that actually I think is a very uh, noble I say, yeah no <laughs> I want to say admirable because it shouldn't have to be admirable it's a very notable yeah move I think that's very cool totally so and yeah and of course not to make it you know about not all about me or anything, but no, I was saying like, it's, it was interesting. Like with the, the reveal, Why I always make it about me. Well, like the reveal about <laughs> of the trans character in it. Um, I feel like I was just thinking about like, I don't know if they've ever really done like a really, I guess there's been like only a handful of, of good, uh, gay reveals in games. 
Like, like I feel like uh, what are you thinking of? I, I like the Ellie moment in the Left Behind DLC for oh, yeah, Last that of Us is beautiful. Great moment. Um, but then even then, like there's a, a character actually um in the game Indigo Prophecy. Did you ever play that? No. It was released as Fahrenheit uh, overseas, and here it was called Indigo Prophecy. It's on the PS2 and the original Xbox hmm. um, and PC. Um, I think it might have actually come out for iOS recently. Um, it is a game from Quantic Dream. They ended up making Heavy Rain, Beyond yeah. Two Souls. Yeah. Um, it's a similar style of game where you have to make the choices, and they, they ripple throughout. And um, one of the main characters that you play as, her neighbor... I think I think it's her neighbor is is gay. gay and it's just and like he's just an NPC he's just kind of there to give her someone to talk to but even then like I remember thinking like I don't know I think he was actually one of the first gay characters I'd ever seen in a game hmm. and he's just introduced as this person who just exists that he yeah. just is there that's kind of like in the new 52 um the comic series Catwoman her roommate is trans and she just happened to be trans and it's not really a thing. Yeah. You just know she's trans. Just like yeah. that's who she is and that's she's there. Who she is and she's there. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of hoping that in um this is my own guilty little hope, is that in Uncharted The Lost Legacy, Chloe and Nadine have a little fling going on. That'd be cool. That'd be amazing. Or <laughs> Chloe reveals that she's trans. That You've be. had that theory for a while. She's trans. I don't care if they if if it comes out or not. I'm telling you right now, okay? <laughs> I'm not spraying rumors. It's just what it is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh-oh. Naughty Dog's going to come after me now. <laughs> like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm sure that I'm sure they they welcome theories on characters and people talking about them and yeah. you know, giving them additional life. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So whenever you talk about Chloe in any of your tweets or whatever, you just say hashtag trans is beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's your crush? Oh, my. We're going straight to crushes. I mean, Jeez. might as well. Unless, I don't know. I kind of want to talk about my crush. Oh, well, we, can get, we can go to crushes. We can do that. And then we can come back to some other little rando stuff. No, well, what's your random stuff? Oh, well, I was just thinking, like, as we were talking about, you know, how Mass Effect definitely needs some patches. Yeah. Oh, God, Just yes. to address some stuff. Um, it is kind of wonderful that we are in, like, the days of patching. It's kind of strange mm-hmm. that discs, if you were to play them in an offline capacity yep. now, it's not the same game yep. that anyone else would experience. And um, just this week, there have been some notable patches that are worth talking about. Um, first off... Uh, Final Fantasy 15 got its patch, I think, today. Um, oh, what'd they do? They fixed the weirdest chapter of the game. Mm. Like, had you heard about that? The stealth chapter. Yes, well, it's like stealthy, but also like you have a power that you, you can fight, kind of. It's just really terrible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the chapter is not good, but at least it's super long. Like, it just lasts forever. Yeah. I and know. I watched Travis play it. It, oh, was it was regrettable. Awful. Um, I mean, not awful. It's just so different. And for you spending all this time building your relationships with your friends and getting all your powers kind of like in check to have everything stripped from you that close to the yeah. end of the game makes little to no sense. Correct. And so um, they have updated that. So there's a new version of Chapter 13 you can play. And it's sweet. Did and, you play it? Uh, not yet. Uh, I need to download it and do it. Um, it's. I want to say it's a 20 minute chapter now. It gives you a different perspective because it gives you the story from another character. Uh huh. Um, I believe. I'm not sure. I've only seen what I've read and just little pieces here and there. Um, and uh, but yeah, it's supposed to be a. And even if you finish the game, you can launch the updated chapter 13 from the main menu, so you can still experience it. Oh my gosh, I love it. Which I think that's a really cool move. That's awesome. And well, yeah, everybody complained about it, so I'm glad they actually did something about know, it. And yeah, part of me always kind of wants someone to stick to their guns and like kind of if they decided to do something a certain way to sort of own it. Like that's how I felt about Mass Effect 3's ending. I was like, I was okay with the ending. And you know what? That was their story they wanted to say. Yeah. I like that they made DLC to sort of flesh it out further. Yeah. But um I didn't have a huge problem with it. I didn't either, but for some reason, some people are really passionate about not liking that ending. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess a lot of people felt they'd put a lot of time into these characters and all of a sudden 
they just didn't feel that was honored. But like, you know, really, it is it is Bioware's story. You can love it or hate it. Uh, they don't have to change things for you. This is like the Bioware episode. It is. I feel like we always touch upon their work <laughs> because we're just huge fans of it. But this is like all Bioware. <laughs> Because I have another little story I wanted to bring up now that you reminded me. <laughs> and then the other patch that was noteworthy that was worth talking about is Dark Souls 3. Ooh. It, it just got a patch for PS4 Pro, unlocking the frame rate. So now instead Ooh. of a locked 30, you are running at, I think, anywhere 40? from 45 to 60, depending Sweet. on the scene. And it, I have actually installed that and run it Super so I can see smooth. it. It is lovely. And it's just in time for the Ringed City DLC, oh, nice. which comes out tomorrow. And I'm very excited. And as much as I've been enjoying Mass Effect, Mass Effect's going to get put on the side until I finish the Ringed City DLC. Cause oh my God, how Dark, can you do that? Dark Souls DLC waits for no one. I know. I kind of went. I did some um, Uncharted multiplayer the oh, other day. Oh, cheating on Mass Effect! And I, I, ooh, every time I go back to that game, though, it's like starting Battlefront all over again. You, <laughs> you just suck. <laughs> I suck at it again. I, you, you know, you get to that plateau and then you just go downward. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But no, Any that's, other? That's it. Those are, those, those are my two big that's noteworthy good. patches that we're talking about. Because yeah, like one, I know also a, a huge patch that happened like last week or the week before was No Man's Sky. I got a huge update. Another one, yeah, yeah. And um, my roommate has been playing it, and he loves No Man's Sky. He's the only person I've ever heard that said I am obsessed with this game. Really? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Well, I do feel like it was it's he, beautiful. And uh, what was he? Um, was he following it through all of its marketing, or did he just play it when it came out? He he played it just recently, so he got the so, good the good version. And I do feel like yeah, just if you come at it with without expectation, it's probably pretty great. Like because you can just accept it for what it is, instead yeah. of accepting it for what it you expected been. it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what it, and the potential of what it could have been. Yeah, what's well, like uh like re- I rewatched the Matrix Reloaded a little bit ago. Oh, I like uh, that's. The second, second one. one. It's really not that bad. It's not the Matrix, and that's its biggest flaw. But they're remaking the Matrix, by the way. Well, yeah, I hear they're rebooting. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with the Wachowskis, as far as I know. It could still be good, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm maybe. sure. Uh, I, it, I do know. feel like it's a world that has more stories to tell. If they do anything like they did with Total Recall, I'm going to throw up. I didn't mind that Total Recall remake, which I think makes me a bad person. Yes. But I'll see anything Colin Farrell's in, especially when he's walking around in sweatpants. Like, really? I don't like Colin Farrell. You are crazy. Just because I don't... Maybe I just don't like the stories I hear about him personally. Oh. So I'm like, oh, I can't get into it. I love him. I did like him, though, in um, The Fantastic Beasts. Which I've not seen yet. Oh, you're going to love it. It's so I good. I, I, need, I think that comes out on Blu-ray tomorrow. Really? Yes. Tomorrow. Oh, great announcement. Also and, announced uh, Destiny 2. Oh, yeah. yeah officially. Geez. Yeah. Yeah. And by tomorrow of when that movie comes out, I mean yesterday for all of you at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by tomorrow, we mean yesterday because we're filming or recording this on Monday. We're looking into the future. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'll probably end up I, I try not, trying to buy movies I haven't seen anymore, but we have all of the Harry Potters, so I feel like we're probably going to end up with all the Fantastic Beasts movies. Oh, but it was good. So, I really liked yeah. the first one. So I think we'll probably buy the 4K Blu-ray yeah, to, so we can pretty. finally see it. Because yeah, we have not gotten around to watching that yet. So that's all my stuff. Okay, well I have, there. this is the funniest article. Okay, it's a, it's called... Not-so-model behavior. Bioware accused of deliberately making Mass Effect Andromeda female characters ugly. (laughs) (laughs) That is an amazing headline. (laughs) Not-so-model behavior. Okay, so gamers claim uh, the hit titles characters have been quote-unquote sexed down um, to make them more politically correct. I don't know. Um, Gamers... Does that make them ugly? Well, it says gamers claim to have noticed something very strange about the much-anticipated Mass Effect Andromeda release. They have accused game developer Bioware of making its characters ugly. Several have pointed out that the women in Mass Effect appear less attractive than the men. And, um, well, you'll see that in character creation because you can make these women pretty... They show a side-by-side of the um, voice actor... 
and the character that is based off of her and the one that's based off of him and he looks like a god <laughs> and then she looks like a creature like, <laughs> like a lagoon like, creature well look it's like golem <laughs> oh yeah yeah not yeah. so cute well she's yeah. so round in her features yeah i do so feel weird I, I i do feel like i between like the twins the, the rider twins the the female one definitely got the uh short end of the stick yeah but like i feel like in general most npcs that are human should have just been replaced by aliens because they all look terrible. Yeah. I mean, they, they just, but you know, like, I, I feel like uh, people just don't look right in those Here's games. Here's the one who they did the Scott Ryder. Oh, geez. I it know. actually looks like him. I know. I want to, like, marry him <laughs> to keep it PC. All right, fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, ugly women in Mass Effect. It's true. Some of the Asari are really, and some of the men aren't are that great ugly. either. The Asari are, are actually quite pretty, but you know what? They gave a lot of really round features in this game, where in the other yeah. ones they were very like sh- they're sharper features. Yeah, much more statuesque. And I am very attracted to sharper features, so these round features are just not—they're just not doing it for me. However, Scott Ryder does, I think, is the only character in the game who has sharp features. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. He's the one with like a not round head. Yeah, even yeah. the Asaris are round. Yeah, all the, and it's interesting. PB has eyebrows. Oh, like, yeah. She's the first Asari to have eyebrows, I believe. Oh, my goodness. Do you think that was a mistake? I don't know. I mean, she has that, that sort of like a dark that mask. Sort of mask across her uh-huh. anyway. She's, um, uh, uh, what's her name from Mad Max? <laughs> Furiosa. Furiosa. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I gotta say the one thing I'm, I'm kind of enjoying, even though it was unexpected, is that um, a lot of the races that I felt I knew because of the initial trilogy, they're definitely kind of um, spinning them all on their head a little bit. Like the fact that um, PB, the Asari you end up uh, encountering eventually, that like she is kind of ADD and she's all over the place and she's really uh hyperactive almost and but she's also um kind of cagey she doesn't want to get to know you and I feel like comparing that to Liara and Samara who are so zen and kind of just very um they're just so centered like I like that PB is kind of all over the place and um I feel like the Krogan like the Krogan are definitely just a warrior class of of a race in Mass Effect, but um, even uh, one of the the Krogan is um, a sort of high up person in command of some stuff, and uh, it's a female Krogan. And I feel like I don't think we ever really got to know a female Krogan before. I thought she was just a a very effeminate male Kro- Krogan. No, <laughs> that's, her. that's 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 <laughs> on the uh, Nexus. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, Drax's granddaughter. Yeah, and like I didn't know that. And, and then when <laughs> he was talking about her on the ship, I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> I know that Krogan." <laughs> so like, I, I actually I love that we actually get to know like a female Krogan. Yeah, and um, but there were female Krogan in three. There were, and they had like the mad. They had like the desert kind of look to them. But like they, yeah, they weren't really. A character you got to talk to a whole lot who had like an opinion about things right i mean they were just sort i of feel like, like you tribe. got to know one of them because she was dying or she, you're trying oh, to save God. someone it's been too long it's been a while um but also even then getting to meet some uh like uh there's a a, a female t- uh turian Tur- oh yeah she's on your cool. on your squad on your squad and i have her in my team and so it, it's it's kind of cool because we got so used to garris and so i like the fact that um, a lot of the races you think you you know kind of or you you got to know one one person or one mm-hmm. you know one of them so well that you kind of just assume they all are like yeah. that and so it's kind of cool to actually uh, have like the gender flip on some and uh, just different character types well they definitely took characters from the original um, trilogy that you could put in your team, and they kind of mimicked the same characters for this one. Mm-hmm. So that I think it's just for comfort. But there's a slight remix element. To there's them, a though. remix. When, yeah, for sure. So Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's talk crushes. Oh, yeah, I have a crush. Yeah. 
He's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're really selling after, it so far. After all that. <laughs> no, I think he's really cute. So Street Fighter V. Um, uh, Rashid? Oh, Rashid, okay. I think. Yeah. He's, um, he kind of looks like Aladdin. Oh, okay. He has the yeah, whirlwind yeah. power. He's so cute. <laughs> he has like that very naive kind of appeal to him. Like he's like, oh, I beat you? <laughs> I didn't know I could beat you. You're so powerful. That kind of like, oh, I didn't mean to, but I guess I'm just that good. I'm like, oh, he's a little shysty. Yeah, it's like that could bother me a lot because seriously, like my least favorite uh, winning phrase from Smash Brothers is Princess Peach's, ooh, did I win? I hate that. No, but she, he doesn't say it in a way that <laughs> seems like he's being an asshole. Yeah. yeah. He says in a way like, oh, I can't believe I actually won. <laughs> It's very charming. Okay. Yeah. And he's got great forearms. Oh, nice. But I think everybody in Street Fighter has great forearms. Everybody in Street Fighter has some like pretty crazy rockin' body, yeah. except for that one guy who looks like he swallowed a beach ball. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Birdie. Is that his name? Yeah. He, I, so he's shaped like Roadhog from uh, Overwatch. He was from um, another Street Fighter, the one with Rose. I would... I did not know that. It was like Street Fighter Turbo Remix. Alpha. 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 Was that's alpha? it. Oh, yeah. man. Look at that. Look at you. Let me pulling out you know, rando one. guesses. Yes. <laughs> it was Alpha. Good job. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, Rashid. Not my typical kind of guy I'm into because I usually like the very like headstrong kind of guys. But, yeah, I fell nice. for that one. Well, and check the, uh, check the Instagrams. I'm sure you'll post a... A photo once I was this looking goes for some live. sexy photos of him, but they don't really have any out there. I guess he's not really like thought of that way. You can just do a game shot. Game shots can be sexy. Yeah, I want to do a game shot. Um, well, my crush uh, is, I was just thinking about it, Shovel Knight. What? what? He's not too tall. He's the quiet type. You don't even know what he looks like. Yeah, I'm he could kind be of into Shrek it. under there. I'm kind of into it. Like he's been, like he's dedicated to the cause. And, what if you know, he's like this emaciated old two hundred year old man thing? I, don't know, I, I like the idea of Shovel Knight. I like what Shovel Knight stands for. I think he like like S and M and bondage. <laughs> well, and, <laughs> and also actually, I wanted to point out um, another one that's sort of a another cool idea of um, game inclusion. Wait, Shovel Knight? Stuff. I want to hear. I want more. No, I like that. Shovel I want Knight you to keep going with this because like this is so intriguing. I like actually. that Shovel Knight is dedicated. To you know, for for Shield Knight, okay, like he he's, he's in love, he's committed, he's committed. Um, and there's something about him. Just I like he, he seems to have a very like a furrowed brow, and it's just the faceplate. But it seems like he's very just like ready to go. And I like that he's he's like he's built like Mega Man, well, and that he's not too tall, yeah. and he's just kind of built like a little like uh, square guy yeah. who runs around for shovelry. I mean, come on. So when I think of Shovel Knight and Shield Knight, I think of Jessica Rabbit and Roger Rabbit. It makes <laughs> no sense, but it works somehow because she's like this statuesque knight and she's <laughs> tall and like slender and he's this little stout little guy and I'm like, huh. Okay. He strikes me actually as uh, he'd be played by a like, uh, he's like a dwarf. With like from Tolkien, when it comes to like you, his yes, in, his in your proportion film, who would play Shovel Knight? Oh God! Well, it's like now you mentioned like Rod Rabbit. I'm thinking like Bob Hoskins. Yeah, uh, well, is... like Bob Hoskins was hot. He was. Was he? Yeah, just it, it's a different type than than you know. He's not like he's not going to be in the the pages of any magazine, but he's you know he was definitely he was hot because he was just like just a straight up like man. Yeah. Um, but also, I was going to say, with, with Shovel Knight, that's kind of cool. Um, on the Switch. Bob Hoskins as Shovel Knight. Yeah. No. Shovel Knight's the film. But like as a... Well, I mean, except, <laughs> I except that he's, you know, he's dead now. I know. Um, what about... Um, uh, what's his face? Who played Frodo? Really? Elijah Wood? Elijah Wood. Nah. I, Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight's much more like... I think Elijah Wood is stuck in a sort of permanent... I want to say adolescence, but like he, he will always be like 24 years old to me. Like mm -hmm. the, he, he's never going to be like a full on like adult. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I feel like Shovel Knight is, I feel like he's, he's almost like, uh, 
oh god i'm trying to think like it feels like uh almost like not i want to say like the hound from uh game of game thrones. thrones because of all the, the burns but like yeah. someone like of that level of gruffness almost really that's why i feel like he's is i did there. not get that at all that's what this I get. is very interesting but like one thing that's kind of that's that I was gonna say that's is really cool about like the Switch version yeah. of Shovel Knight. And I don't know if they patched it into other versions or not. They think they added called Body Swap. Okay, where you can change the both gender appearance of all of the knights, both like your player character and enemy types. Oh wow! And the Enchantress. Oh, you can change like how they appear in cutscenes and in game. Okay, and. Uh, also, what pronouns they want, oh, or what so pronouns cool. they identify by, and um, and so you can actually have Shovel Knight going after a male Shield Knight. That's pretty or cool. You can have an, a a feminine Shovel Knight, and like, but it, it's kind of cool. They were just like, you know what? We, why not? Why like, not? And so they they added these extra, Something extra, yeah. yeah. They had these extra versions um, where they use the same sort of. They always try to keep them in the same world of that character. So Spectre Knight still is this sort of floating thing with like a face mask. Yeah. But they did small touches that just sort of made it a little bit more feminine. Like even uh, Shovel Knight Slender. is pretty much genderless, but they gave him a little bit of a curve, like a little more curvature, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, And like Shield Knight is, I want to say almost the same, except they just flattened the breastplate to be more like Shovel Knights. Oh, cool. And like, it's just, it's little touches. Um, yeah. And like the Enchantress, I think, got the biggest uh, sort of redesign. But even then, he's still pretty flowy um, just because an evil, he's an evil he's a wizard witch. now. Yeah. Like, and so it's the similar, uh, they, they they really didn't do huge divert, like they didn't diverge from the character that mm-hmm. hard. But it's just a cool thing that they, that they didn't have to include that at all. No one, no one was beating down their door, I'm assuming. Yeah. Hmm. So well, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. I think Shovel Knight's one of those games that, like, every time they do an update, it's really fun. We they they keep yeah doing stuff that just sort of surprises people. Like they yeah. added co op and they added two other fucking campaigns to it. Yeah, and, and now you can swatch gender and like character design, and that's so cool. Yeah, sweet. So good. That's so it was it was both a crush and also just I had to talk about you know how you can. Uh, kind of change the story for yourself yeah. a little bit which is yeah, nice yeah that's so cool yeah. well i don't have a um a, a comic of the week or a graphic novel of the week but um death note is coming out oh, yeah. as a film on netflix the netflix? Te- yeah netflix yeah. netflix original yeah the the teaser trailer is out and i watched the um anime oh really i i have no experience with that uh, series. No, um, it's basically about this kid who inherits, I guess, this journal. You write down a person who you want to see die, and you, if you picture them and you picture them dying in that manner, they'll die. And um, he has like this, um, this fallen angel almost that kind of watches over it and it belongs to this this demon because i've seen that character yeah well and like i know that um i know it was a it was a a manga that was like very uh popular mm-hmm. and then it, it was an animated series animated series and they made a live action series of movies in japan i yes um and so i think yeah we're getting one live we're action movie one here um, from the director of Your Next, though, which I'm excited Ooh. about, and the director of Blair Witch, I believe, the new one. Oh, so, Katrina's yeah, friends with that director. Remember Adam they Winger? went, yeah, when we went to, they went to the screening of it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, it looks, it looks cool. The teaser was, was great. Sweet. So, yeah, yeah that's a lot of announcements. Yeah, I think that's all I got. There's a lot of stuff happening. Seriously, and that yeah, seems like a lot of a lot of inclusion talk this yeah. episode. So next week. Next week. Is our first uh, guest. Yay! I totally yeah. didn't even realize. So wait, this is our tenth episode then. This is our tenth episode. This wow. is our anniversary. Ten episodes. I know. That's only that's like ten percent to a hundred episodes. Yeah. We should celebrate. I know. Right now. Just okay. instead, like yeah. What are we gonna do? Here. <laughs> Yay! I'm not a newborn at the Sears Portrait <laughs> Studio. Stop jingling your keys. <laughs> Look this way and smile. 
<laughs> oh my god yeah so um we have a guest next week and we can say who it is it's someone we've talked about yeah. many times so far on the uh, on the podcast his name is travis and he is my brother yeah and he works in the game industry and that's how rob and him met yep and that's how rob and i became acquainted years and years and years ago and He's worked on games such as like Mass Effect Andromeda, Shadow of Mordor, Star Wars Battlefront, and he'll probably get to tell us all about those. So yeah. his the way he comes up with his ideas and things like that, that's yeah. what I'm going to pry out of him. Yeah, because seriously, his involvement in a lot of very cool franchises is uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, so I'm excited and I get to poke fun at him because <laughs> that's what we do. It's going to be fun to, yeah, yeah. like the, <laughs> the sibling dynamic on the, I on, know. On the show. Ooh. What if we fight? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, my mm-hmm. sister will probably never be on this. Just a heads up. She, I think does she, she game. She does not. Oh. Last game she really got into was uh, she loved The Sims on the GameCube because okay. she didn't have a computer that could run The Sims and uh, Animal Crossing. She loved it. Nope, can't come on. Yep. Sorry, nope, that's not going to be a thing. For nope. Her. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you can always find us on the social media. And mine is Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter, or you can find me on Satine, C-E-T-I-N-E on Twitch. And I am Fast Danger on Twitter and Mr. Gladstone, where Mr. is spelled out on Instagram and Twitch. You can follow us uh, at BitDiffPodcast, B-I-T-D-I-F-F-P-O-D-C-A-S-T on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can email us at BitDiffPodcast at gmail.com. Are you checking that inbox? Yes. Okay, because I will admit I'm not. I it yes I am. Okay, good. So okay, so people can email and they're not going to be ignored by me. Well, they'll no. be ignored by me, but they won't be ignored by you. No, I'm, I'm I check it. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, so I check it. So submit your stories. If you see an article that's like, oh my god, they have to talk about this, please send it. Because I mean, you can, we can't read everything. So if you see something we don't, we want we yeah. want you to tell. I do my best to bookmark stuff to to talk about, but yeah, yeah. Obviously. Travis sends me stuff too. That's really cool. Well, so. and God, bonus points if they have a funny headline like. Uh, you know, like, Mass Effect yeah. is making women ugly. Ugly or women. Ugly women. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love it. Uh, we have brand new episodes every Wednesday. And uh, if you would uh, be so kind, please uh, follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play. Yeah. So um, come back and check with us again next week. And Travis will be our guest star, host, whatever you want to call it, our yeah. guest. Yeah, he'll be our guest. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Uh, Chowsies. Bye.